Hello, hello, hello. My name is Clarence Rick Napier, the CEO at 321BizDev LLC. You can find us on the web at 321BizDev.com. And our telephone number is 415-465-1700. And 321BizDev LLC is located in Sacramento County on the West Coast. It's almost 6 a.m. I just finished another podcast episode for another uh, organization that I run. And I wanted to do this quick podcast episode titled, Did You Know Most Professional Practitioners Do Not See Themselves as Salespeople? So this has been something that I, that I have seen, I would say, for the last 10 years. And I've never really talked about it in depth because it's a sensitive subject. And I think it's time now to talk about it. And the reason why I'm doing this second podcast episode right after the first is because my voice sounds better in the morning. Uh, Here in California, we have uh, a lot of, um, I mean, not we, but I have allergies. So after about 12 o'clock noon, my voice changes. And uh, that's the reason why I used to uh, work as a club DJ like uh, late night because my voice the, the the stuff in the air here in California does not show up in the club it's it's the, the air is great and uh, I think it's because I grew up next to the beach there in, in Florida and then I, I lived in San Francisco and then I moved out to the valley in Sacramento and there's a lot of dust there's a lot of cow stuff there's a lot of um, you know uh, they call it dander and and stuff in the air and I'm just not used to that I'm used to that coastal you know breeze with the humidity uh, Florida humidity in it and I'm used to the moisture so that's why I'm doing the show back to back but most white-collar salespeople they don't see themselves as salespeople and that has been indirectly hurting them and what I mean by indirectly is because it's not really their fault. And when I mention white collar salespeople, I'm, ma- I'm mainly talking about your attorneys, your CPAs, your dentists, your plastic surgeons, uh, insurance brokers and real estate brokers. They see themselves more as salespeople as the previous four uh, industries I mentioned or specialties I mentioned. But even insurance brokers and real estate brokers have this challenge of adopting the salesperson role. And that's what I'm really talking about today. There is a salesperson role that the business owner needs to adopt. And what is that role? Well, if you have a business, let's say you have a a dental clinic or a CPA firm and you're, you're, you're calling it a business. And what is the definition of a business? A business is an entity that moves a product, good, or service to a buyer, to a consumer, to another business owner. And that is the definition of a business. Now, to have a business and to work the business is two separate things. And that's what I believe is sort of the mental block. Okay, so you can have a CPA certification you can have a a, a dental license you can have a law license you can have a medical license to to practice plastic surgery 
Same thing for real estate or same thing for insurance. You can have all these licenses, certifications, and degrees, and you can be in business, meaning you can go down to your state, you can complete uh, paperwork for an LLC or for an Inc., or you can you know, go to your local county and, and get a permit uh, to perform that service that you're good at, that you went to school for. Okay, so that's called being in business. But to cross the line and say that you are working the business, those two are like night and day. So night is you, you, you are in business. The daytime is that you're working the business and to work the business is a is a strict requirement. Working the business means you have to uh, take the beginning part of your business, which is called that we call it. In the formal business world, in the formal sales world, we call the beginning of this this pipe a pipeline. We call it a pipeline where you are pushing people or pulling people. I use the word pull for a certain reason. And if you ever become a three two one sales system and business development client, you will understand what I mean by pulling. Uh, you want to pull people through this pipeline such that they start as being someone who you meet, they move to the next phase where uh, they show some interest in your product or service. And how is that? Well, primarily because you have told them about your product or service. And that's a big one, folks. You got to tell people. I mean, there's many ways of telling people about your product or service, but some of these ways are so diminished. Some of these, these ways have like zero point zero 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 one of an impact of that person ever becoming your client and that first method I'm talking about that has like one out of 100 of a, of a, of a, of a, a chance probability of people becoming your business is social media I hate to say it I know I broke some hearts but social media if you're selling a big ticket high-priced item is the least effective method of growing your business. Now, I'm not saying you might get one transaction a year. You know, you may get lucky and, you know, you might find that person that's in that 7%, that 7% category. I talk about that on, on another podcast. I won't mention it here, but you might meet that one person that's in that 7% category. And that person goes, Oh, I love your logo for your company. I think I want to be your client. Okay, now that's a stretch. That's like very imaginative. That's not going to happen often. That's my point. That's not going to happen often that someone says, I love your logo. It, it speaks to me. Here's my $5,000 for your service. You know, that's that's like Huckleberry Finn stuff. That's like Disneyland, you know, um, you know, Mickey Mouse type stuff. It's not going to happen. It's very, very rare that someone does that. OK, so, man, I hate to break people's hearts when it comes to um, small business owners, white collar, small business owners selling big ticket items. That started a thousand dollars, five thousand dollars, fifteen thousand dollars, thirty-five thousand dollars. It just doesn't happen that way. So the next ways, 
you know, of, of contacting, you know, websites and, uh, you know, things like that. So the next part of the, of the, of the pipeline is the prospecting and prospecting is finding out if this person you just met at the bookstore, you just met, is there a bookstore now? I don't even know. Maybe bookstores are obsolete. Not sure. But you meet this person some way, somehow. Um, and this person, you, you speak with them and they find and you find out through asking them some just very informal questions that this person may need your service. And then you find out this person may qualify to purchase your product or service. Very important uh, that the person can afford to buy your service. Uh, and there's a lot I can talk about there, but I won't <laughs> for the sake of time. I have to get out of here and, and, and start work. But you find out that that person has an interest in your product or service. So what do you do next? A lot of people, you know, what they do is they continue to talk for an hour about uh, their product or service and the person runs away. Sometimes, uh, you know, uh, literally they run. <laughs> uh, sometimes they run mentally away meaning that they check out while you're talking with them. They start fidgeting. They start reading the newspaper. They start looking at their watch. They're looking at their phone and you're just talking away about your product or service. Okay, so don't do that. That's a freebie. Don't do that. When a person says that they have an interest in your product or service, within about five minutes after you, you know, finding that out, uh, you become cognizant of, of that fact. Uh, or that possibility, then trade information, make the appointment. Make that appointment with that person. Don't talk to them for the next hour about your product or service and why you are the best CPA, you are the best attorney, you've done millions of Brazilian butts, you know, in the last, well, not millions, maybe a hundred over the last maybe a couple of years. I'm not sure if Brazilian butts are in high demand, but nonetheless, don't talk to them, to that person a lot about Brazilian butts for an hour. And uh, so now, okay, so now you are working the business. You are working the business. You're not just in business, but you are working the business. And guess what? Working the business has some, it has, some, it has a mental strain. You know, there's there's hardly going to be a business where you can like, OK, I got to, you know, connect with these people and it's going to be so easy. It's not going to be mentally draining. I'm going to be able to do this with no problem. OK, so even with three, two, one biz dev, you know how I find my clients? Well, I see them out in, in different places. I may see them on social media. I may see them. I may see a website, but ninety nine point nine percent of 321 BizDev clients, I have to call. I have to call every single person that we have done business with in the last seven years. No one calls my company to say, oh, Rick, I'm a white collar small business owner. I've spent $400,000, $500,000 on my education. I have a business where the transaction prices are $5,000, $10,000, $15,000. And uh, I've, I have a problem with finding clients. No one calls me to tell me that. 
and there are many reasons why. I won't get into those reasons today, but no one ever calls my company needing help. But I know people need help, so therefore I have to call them. And so that's my point is that when you're growing your business, you know, it's not easy. And the part that's not easy is not the necessarily picking up the phone part. That's the, the part that's, um, I mean, physically picking up the phone and calling people is no big deal. Physically, I mean, just, you know, it's 10 numbers, area code plus seven numbers for me. Um, you know, and, and probably, probably the same thing for you if you're calling throughout your state or maybe you're calling across the country. The part that's draining is, can you do it? Can you mentally pick up that phone and put your heart and soul on the line and face this R word? And what is that R word? It's the rejection R word. It's rejection. People do not like to be told no. Even if you spent $500,000 on your education, certification, licenses, and you are the best whatever you, you're doing, and uh, you have you know all these awards in your office, trophies, plaques, and you just finished a big case or a big dental treatment or a big medical procedure, or you helped the person buy a $10 million insurance policy, or you sold a $5 million house in the Hamptons. You just, you just did that yesterday. But today is a new day, and you're saying, oh, I can't do that. I can't pick up the phone and call people. I can't say hello to this person at the bank. I can't admire this Maserati that's parked next to mine, and here's this person who probably can afford your product or service they may not need it but you don't know so a person says oh I can't do that but you just but the other day you just finished a, a big legal case uh, you just finished uh, doing you know a, a restorative uh, uh, treatment on someone's mouth and replaced maybe all of their teeth but that was just that was yesterday so today people are saying oh I can't do it see sales systems and business development that's what that's all about so we get to the the next phase in the sales pipeline and that is the closing phase and the closing phase should be the easiest phase because guess what the person agreed to meet with you they agreed they didn't say well uh, i'm coming but i have no interest in your product people don't do that so take heed in knowing that if a person shows up at your business or they, they, they agree to meet with you on the phone for like a teleconference and it's now it's time to talk about whether or not your product or service is a good fit, that person has a 50% interest in your product or more depending on how you set up the previous three phases, contacting, prospecting, and, and appointment setting. If you did it the 321 biz dev way, that person has a minimum 50%, maybe even 60 to 70% uh, probability that they are going to buy. And if you did it the, the if you did the, the contacting, prospecting, and appointment setting the 321 biz dev way, it's likely that you're gonna close. 
Now, if you got that appointment some other ways, um, you still can fix it. <laughs> but, you know, you just have to use a system to elevate the probability that that person will uh, buy your product or service. You see, the reason why closing, having a good closing system, and I hope people are not offended by the word closing. I hope not. I'm hoping people are not offended when I use the word salesperson as I'm speaking with uh, the listening audience who are CPAs, attorneys, uh, dentists, plastic surgeons, insurance brokers, real estate brokers. I hope people are not offended by that because that is something you have to get over. You are a salesperson. Like if you are moving a product or service from your office to a consumer or to another business owner for money, you are a salesperson. So the reason why that closing process is so important is because this is when uh, you and that prospect get to exchange information. And I'll just give you a free tip. Um, this is also in the 321 BizDev system. Learn how to be quiet. Mr. White Collar Small Business Owner, Miss White Collar Small Business Owner, during that appointment is not the time for you to spill your guts about how great you are. It's not the time. It's the time for you to learn about what your prospect needs. And if you, ju and if you just do that, Without even having the three, two, one BizDev system, you have a you know decent chance of closing. I mean, could be kind of sketchy. I mean, there's a lot of things involved with meeting with people, uh, and it starts at the contacting phase. But the number one thing that you don't want to do is talk your person out of doing business with you. You don't want to do that. You know how often that happens? About 93% of the time. 93% of the time when someone does not use your product or service, it could be many things because you're not using a system, but one of the top reasons why is because the white collar small business owner, yes, the attorney, the CPA, the dentist, the plastic surgeon, the insurance broker, the real estate broker, talk too damn much. That's what happened. That's what happened. So the final stage of being a salesperson, a white collar salesperson, a white collar small business owner. <laughs> I think one day I said white person, I said white collar, no, I said white person business owner. That's what I said on one podcast episode. I had to delete that because business owners come in all shades and uh, all sizes and all heights and all, you know, widths widths and um, so the last section of being a salesperson is called the referrals and if you do your business well and give your uh, prospect a great sales experience that person who is now a client because they have said they wanted to move forward with uh, purchasing the product or service if you give that person a great sales experience that person gladly refer business to you. On the other side of the coin, if that prospect became a client and you provided a minimum sales experience, you know, 
I mean, like, I don't want to die. I'm not going to disparage this company. But if you provide little to no sales experience, a great sales experience, because you can have a bad sales experience too. So if you don't provide a minimum great sales experience, that person's not going to refer business to you. And you just lost a ton of money. Just think about it. One great sales experience can lead to maybe three to five brand new clients without you spending money. But minimal or zero great sales experience, you have to start your, your work all over again. You have to find a brand new person to connect with either, you know, one out of 100,000 on social media, better numbers on the website, much, much better numbers face to face or phone calling and you're never going to really grow your business uh, in the way that you want to do it because you're missing out on delivering a great sales experience to the person that you just finished a transaction with. So I'm going to end this podcast episode. Uh, it's um, 6.15 a.m. October 15th and the title of this podcast episode was did you know most professional practitioners do not see themselves as salespeople? That's the title of the podcast uh, episode. My name is Clarence Rick Napier, the CEO at 321bizdev.com or 321bizdev LLC website, 321bizdev.com. You can reach us on the web at 415. You can reach us by phone at 415 415- Four six five one seven zero zero. Take care and make it a great day. And I have to make some phone calls to some attorneys, uh, to some CPAs, and to some other people uh, around the country because people are starting to say, "I need to fix my business." Take care. Make it a great day.